as always, I just want to take a moment and say um, thank you for watching uh, tonight. And um, uh, whether you're watching tonight or tomorrow, I always want to say uh, thank you for uh, watching tonight. If you don't care, if you can hear me, uh, if you would uh, uh, just uh, make a comment there that the sound is working, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, and um, we can go from there. Uh, as always, I, I pray that um, uh, wherever you are going in your life, uh, whatever has been going on in your life, that you will be reminded that the Lord loves and cares about you. And uh, as we've been studying through the book of Judges, uh, we've really been looking at... Um, uh, the Lord and what He's asked of His people and uh, the dangers and consequences of not finishing well. And uh, last night we looked about what it looks like to drift from God in our walk with Him. Um, but tonight I want to talk to you about something that you and I don't hear a lot about in church. And it's how God um, corrects us. You see, most people believe that if God would just write in the sky that He was real, that more people would believe. Or sometimes you'll hear, if God would just bless me more, I would believe. But really, um, God deals with us just the way, same way that we are supposed to deal with our children. And uh, as a parent, I love my children. Uh, and as a parent or grandparent, you love your children. And sometimes in the life of our children, they do things that are harmful to themselves. Um, I would never let my children play in the street. I don't want my children to touch a hot stove. Uh, we put our pill bottles and Advil and Tylenol and things like that up high and put safety lids on them because we would never want our children to get into those and something happen. But yet when we start talking about God and loving us, it's almost like we get offended when He um, tries to protect us or corrects us from doing harm to ourselves. You see, last night we looked about how the children of Israel had drifted from God and He had blessed them. And so tonight I want you to know that Blessings don't keep people close to God. Um, loving the blesser is what keeps us focused on God. And uh, as they drifted from God, they, they outright rebelled against Him and shook their fist at Him and began to worship other gods. And listen to what the Bible says God's response to this was. Now, I want you to hear that it didn't say that God started out angry at the children of Israel. As a response to their disobedience, then God was this way. As a parent, uh, if you wake up angry at your children, or if you wake up angry at someone and they've not done anything, that's a problem on your end, in your heart. And I think all of us can be there from time to time. We can have a bad day, we can be frustrated, we can have a bad set of circumstances, and so our anger is not necessarily because of what someone does to us, but it's an overflow of what's going on in our life. But this is not how it is with God. 
God is just not angry all the time, sitting in heaven waiting to smite people. He says, you're the ones that have drifted away from me. You're the ones that have abandoned me. You're the ones who have done these things that I warned you that would be harmful to you. And God in verse 14 says these words. And the anger of the Lord burdened against Israel, and he gave them into the hands of the plunderers who plundered them. And he sold them into the hands of their enemies around them, so that they could no longer stand before their enemies. Wherever they went, the hand of the Lord was against them for evil, as the Lord had spoken, and as the Lord had sworn to them, so that they were severely distressed. God brought enemies to them. God allowed them to be defeated because why? They had abandoned God. And just like when you discipline a child who is misbehaving, it's not because you hate that child. It's not because you want to hurt that child. It is because you know that there has to be consequences for their actions. Uh, tonight, as I was um, spending some time with my children, uh, one of my children decided to go get on the computer after I told her not to. And uh, I wasn't really upset about that. If she would have just asked, I would have let her get on the computer. But she proceeded to then lie to me five times about not being on the computer. She said, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't. And then after she finally told me, um, she received five acts of discipline. And I won't tell you what those are because in the world we live at, you, someone turned me into DCFS, but she received those disciplinary measures. Not because I hate my children, not because I want to harm my children, but because I love her and she has to learn that she cannot lie. Lying is a criminal offense in court. Lying is an offense that will get you fired at work. Lying is something that will cost you friends. And so to teach her that lying is okay will lead her into a life of just, just hard situations. And that's what God did to the children of Israel. He says, you cannot worship false gods and go to heaven. You, you cannot worship false gods and be blessed. And so I am going to let your enemies come against you so that you will learn to trust me. And you say, well, Jake, that's just so mean. God should have just kept blessing them even in their disobedience. What happens if you never discipline a young child? That young child grows up to be a stubborn teenager, and that stubborn teenager grows up to be a miserable adult, a spoiled, rotten adult who gets what they want or else throws a fit. And that's the same way it is in our relationship with God. If God never corrects us, if God never allows us to reap the consequences of our sins, we start to think they don't have consequences. That is why in the Old Testament the Bible teaches that the death penalty was all right in the cases of murder because it deters people sometimes from the actions that they would like to take because they think the consequences could truly be life-threatening. But I want you to hear this because even though the nation of Israel rebelled against God, blasphemed against God, worshiped other gods, God brought discipline, but it wasn't permanent. Listen to what it says in verse 16. Then the Lord raised up judges who delivered them from the hands of those who plundered them. 
even though God did bring a season of discipline, it wasn't per permanent. God didn't say, you've failed me and so I'm done with you. He said, no, you have failed, but I love you. And because I love you, I'm going to correct you. You see, real love is not people who tell you whatever you want to hear all the time. Real love is people who care enough about you that warn you when they're concerned, when they talk to you about concerns. Listen, I, I have pastored a long time now, and uh, I have got people in uh, the church that I pastor who, when they are concerned about me, come to me in love and say, Jake, I've not talked to anybody else about this, but I'm worried about you. Uh, back in October, a dear, dear um, man in our church who I love and uh, who has been kind to me uh, called me on a Saturday night and said, Jake, I'm worried about your health. I'm worried about your ear. I'm worried about you. And I think you should take some time off and get well uh, because we love you and we want you to be our pastor for the rest of our lives. Um, and so that very night, I called and took some time off, stepped away from the nightly devotions. Uh, that person loves me. Now, there's a different side of that when people don't come to you and they go to everyone else and talk about you. See, that's not love. And God brought correction and discipline to the children of Israel because He loved them. He cared about them. And He knew that if they worship false gods, when they die, they wouldn't go to heaven. Jesus wants us to tell people about the good news of what he did on the cross because without a relationship with Jesus Christ, heaven is not going to be their home. But God didn't let that punishment be forever. Listen to what he says. Then the Lord raised up judges to deliver them. You see, even though you might go through a season of correction by God, he loves you and it's not permanent. Just like I disciplined my child tonight, but then hugged her right after that was over and told her, I love you, but you cannot lie. That's how God treats us. And so tonight, if you find yourself in a season where you are being spiritually defeated, God is allowing your enemies to, to win, it might be because God is trying to correct you and me. Maybe God's trying to teach you how to be humble, how to forgive. Maybe God's trying to teach you that it's not about you, it's about Him. I don't have any idea what sins in your life that you need to be corrected from, but all of us have something. All of us have something. And so when God brings those seasons of correction and discipline into your life, don't blame Him. Don't fight with Him. Say, Lord, what is in my life that shouldn't be there? And friends, if you and I will do that, that correction that God brings will bring to rejoicing because God has a way for us to, to win. God has a way to raise up those who are going to deliver us. The question is, will we? Will we come back to God and say, Lord, forgive me, help me, carry me. Lord, whatever you need from me, that's what I want. So tonight, I can promise you that when I disciplined my child, she had no desire to receive that swat of love but I can promise you it's got her thinking that I shouldn't lie. But then when I hugged her and showed her that I loved her, it reminded her that correction matters, but that her dad loves her. And so tonight, never forget that God loves you. He cares about you. 
and he cares about you too much to watch you run from your faith and run from your relationship with him in to the disaster that comes from sin. And so may God richly bless you. And I pray tonight that if there's an area of your life that you just feel like that God is not answering those prayers, that God is not giving you the victory over, it might be one of those areas that God is trying to show you this isn't how it should be and you need to make it right with Him. And so remember though, even though He corrects you, He loves you, He loves me, and it's not permanent. There is a way out and its name is Jesus Christ. And so uh, I look forward to being with you Monday night. I pray that the Lord will bless you and care for you uh, as you go through uh, your day tomorrow and you enjoy your weekend. And so, uh, as always, if you ever need anything, if I can pray for you, if I can help you in any way, please let me know.